Welcome to Heaping Spoonful, a twice-monthly conversation with restaurateurs, chefs, growers, and others who have helped generate the legends associated with eateries across the Mid-South. The team at Benny Keith is proud to sponsor this adventure with the goal of preserving the stories that have helped cultivate an amazing food scene across the Mid-South. So kick back and enjoy a heaping spoonful. Hello, all you food fans out there. Welcome to another episode of Heaping Spoonful. This is our 55th episode. And so here's to 55 more. I want to thank Benny Keith for giving me the opportunity to be a podcast host. I really love talking to so many great chefs and restaurateurs across the Mid-South. And uh, I will tell you that I, um, I learned that talking about food is much more enjoyable than writing about it, because I did that for about 30 years as a restaurant reviewer for two Little Rock, Arkansas newspapers, and then later for a couple of local magazines. Our guest today is Kim Daly, who with her husband Vance owns City Hall Cheesecake, which is so much more than a place to get great cheesecake. Let me, inter- let me just uh, be more emphatic about that. It is so much more. So welcome to Heaping Spoonful, Kim. Thank you. I'm so glad to get to chat with you today. I appreciate it. You know, I have uh, the, the internet is a podcaster's friend because it allows me to do research without a whole lot of work, a little bit of time, not a lot of work. And people rave about the quality of your establishment's cheesecakes and the amazing variety of flavors that you offer. And weren't you a fan of the cheesecake at the City Hall Cheesecake in Hernando before you had any idea that Vance and you would someday own the place? Absolutely, I was. In fact, uh, the original location for City Hall Cheesecake was right around the corner from the home that we lived in at the time. And my husband and I would sneak away. We have six kids. And so as soon as the kids would be off to bed, we would sneak away and actually walk over and grab a slice of cheesecake. And it became our favorite dessert and our favorite date night. That That's really cool. And uh, wow, six kids! I had not realized you've had a lot to. Uh, how old is the oldest, and how how old is the uh, oldest, and how young is the youngest? Yeah, my oldest is twenty six, and my youngest is six. Woo! That is a <laughs> so you got you got plenty of mothering going on. The twenty six year old, I hope not so much, but uh, Lord knows a six year old needs a little supervision for sure. Um, but people who are just listening and don't have any idea about your story would say, okay, so they make good cheesecake. What's the big deal mm-hmm. about that? But your shops have a mission that goes way beyond selling products and way beyond making a profit. So tell our Heaping Spoonful listeners the story of how you got in the cheesecake business and more importantly, why. Yeah, so um, I love to tell people that my life is a series of unexpected adventures. And, you know, we've just kind of made a habit of saying yes to the Lord when the Lord opens the door. And the background of how City Hall actually got started was that, you know, my husband and I run a homeless ministry called Love Works 2540. uh, And we've done that for about nine years now. And we're not your typical um, homeless ministry. Um, we are much more than what I call a blanket and sandwich ministry. We're very much long-term ministry. So when people come to us, um, our chief objective is to help them get completely back on their feet. That means uh, taking care of any legal issues 
issues that they may have, um, addiction issues, I- any of that stuff, getting documentation that they need in order to gain employment, working with them to get employment, and then once employment is secured and they, they found a more steady source of income, then working with them on long-term housing. So our average family who comes to us through our ministry will spend sometimes a year and sometimes three to five years within our ministry. And one of the biggest issues that we had was, you know, we operate our, our home base is Hernando, Mississippi, and it's kind of like the last little Mayberry in the whole wide world. And, mm-hmm. you know, we just really had so much trouble finding employment for people who maybe needed a second, third, fourth or 45th chance. Um, you know, there's just not a lot of grace sometimes for people with a, a sketchy back past. And, and we certainly understood that, uh, but we just couldn't find places to give people jobs. And uh, my husband is an attorney and obviously, you know, you can't just pop somebody into your law practice. And at the time I was running homeless ministry and, and that is, you know, obviously not a paid gig. And so we really were kind of at our wits end. And we had heard that the city hall cheesecake was up for sale. And my husband, who is hilarious, just said, you know, what? we ought to buy that place. And I said, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we should totally buy it. And, and then after I joked, I started thinking, you know, what, what if we bought that place? You know, like it can't be that hard to run a business. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Um, and, uh, you know, a, a few months later we were standing in there and, bought the dang thing. It was the craziest thing ever. <laughs> you know, I'd never made a cheesecake. <laughs> and and here we are like, okay, we're going to buy this business and we're going to run it uh, for ministry. And what that has evolved into is City Hall Cheesecake is a place for us to employ people who come through our ministry, but also to employ people in the community who desire a safe and encouraging place to work. Um, our goal is to build an incredible community of team members who are employed by us, who we build them up and encourage them, help them find where they're gifted and talented and use our place as a springboard to kind of set them off in a new direction. And so we don't just want to be a blessing to our community through the cheesecake that we're making. We want to be a blessing to the team members who are employed with us. So we have everything from 16-year-olds who are getting their first job to men and women out of rehab programs to uh, men and women who've come through our ministry to, uh, you know, just normal people off the street who just want to work at a really cool place. So we have such such a diverse group of people who serve uh, in our kitchen and in our prep team and in our guest services area. It, it, it's really the cheesecake is actually the least special thing that we do, and and our cheesecake's pretty amazing. So it's just, <laughs> that's it's, great. Yeah, and, and I know that from again from research that your background is in education, and I believe you you came to Hernando with the intention of becoming a in senior administration in the school system there. And then, then love works 2540, um, grabbed you and grabbed, um, Vance and, and grabbed your hearts and a lot of your time. Um, and it started with an amazing man that you call Mr. Larry. Uh, yeah. Tell us about Mr. Tell us about Mr. Larry. Yeah. So, um, my goal, my five-year plan 15 years ago was to be superintendent of DeSoto County Schools. I I really just, I had a passion for education. I was really good at what I did and, you know, kind of that tunnel vision of what's the next step. And 
um, was on track to run for superintendent and had been uh, spending a lot of time in the Word of God and uh, really began to get really uncomfortable with the status of my faith. You know, the more I read the New Testament and the more I saw uh, how Jesus engaged with the least of these, how he came in contact with the people that nobody else would come in contact with and how he loved and served his community, you know, I began to get really uncomfortable with that. And the fact that if I said I was a follower of Christ, um, my life did not look that very different than anybody else's. And so I, I really began to pray, like, hey, God, if if you want to change this about me, like, I can't change this about me, but if you want to change this about me, I'm down with it. Uh, change my heart any way that you want to. And I really prayed that p- prayer thinking, well, there's no way that'll happen. I live in Mayberry, you know. And uh, within a couple of weeks, uh, my husband had picked up a man who was walking down the street. It was sleeting in Mississippi, for, and which is a rare occurrence, but it was sleeting right. in Mississippi, just brutally cold. And there was this man who was just kind of slumped over, eyes downcast, walking down the street. And my husband pulled over to pick him up because he just couldn't bear, you know, thinking about somebody walking down the street and in the cold. Sleep. Yeah. That was Larry, yeah. And so he um, picked him up and through conversation discovered that Larry was homeless, that he was living in a mini storage unit here in town, and that he was actually walking to work. And so Vance carried him to work and then came home and told me about him. And honestly, that was the first time I remember my heart breaking for another individual. And within the next day or so, we um, Larry was working actually in the blue house where our city hall cheesecake is now located. Uh, He was working for another restaurant that was there. And we went and had lunch there that day and arranged for Mr. Leary to uh, come and have dinner with uh, with our family that night. And really, our thought was, we'll just have dinner with him. We'll maybe give him some money, uh, meet his physical needs. We might, you know, give him a coat or, or whatever he needed. But we sat down with Larry at dinner that night, and Larry began to share his story. And I'm telling you, God broke my heart. And, you know, it was one of those conversations where my husband and I had an entire conversation with our eyeballs, and we just mm-hmm. knew that we could not drive Larry to a mini storage and let him sleep in a mini storage when we had a house that had a a spare bedroom that was empty. And so we invited Larry to spend the night with us that night. And he did. And um, the next day he got up and he walked to work and he didn't have anywhere to go after work. So he came back and that happened time and time again. Uh, Larry ended up living with us for just over a year. And in the course of that year, um, he began to open our eyes to needs in our community, and that's how our ministry was born. I ultimately quit my job and decided to serve full-time ministry, uh, just meeting the needs, the physical needs of the people in our community, in, in the hopes that we would be uh, able to point them to spiritual truths that have shaped our lives. Yeah, that's great. And I'm, I, I I know that the the twenty five forty part of the name of love works is Matthew twenty five forty, which says, "Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me." And that that's pretty much the motto Vance and you continue to live by. With uh, even now that you're cheesecake uh, restaurant owners. Yeah, that's that's it, you know, and the ministry um, has grown and expanded, and, uh, and and a lot, a large portion of that is because of the involvement 
uh, of cheesecake. You know, we're able to touch more lives this way and to have a bigger impact, even a bigger financial impact for our community. So it's been incredible. Yeah. And you already said that you'd never made a cheesecake before and, uh, and I probably never really wanted to make a cheesecake. It didn't sound like the kitchen was necessarily your your happy place at home. But is so. But we we need to talk about cheesecake a little bit. Is the cheesecake you serve today just like the cheesecake you used to eat at City Hall before you guys bought it? Oh, absolutely. So we took the original recipe for City Hall cheesecake, which Diane Bishop created. Uh, she is a wizard of sorts in the kitchen, um, and it's magical. It is a fantastic base recipe. And when we bought the place, I think she had about 45 different flavors of cheesecake. And uh, through the years, um, we have developed I think we have 111 different cheesecake flavors now. So we take that base recipe, which was delicious and did not need to be changed, and we've kind of put our own whimsical spin and added a lot of flavors, you know, a lot of things just based on my childhood. A lot of my grandmother's pie recipes we now use in the cheesecake and her praline recipes and things like that that just are kind of my own personal flair that we've been able to add to it. And our team members have added incredible, you know, they, they come all the time with, hey, I've got this idea. Can we try it? And my answer is always yes. I'm, I'm down to try anything. Sure. Well, that's cool. So um, you said you'd never made a cheesecake before. Can Are you all, do you ever make them now or do you have a team that says, stay out of the kitchen, Kim, we'll take care of it? <laughs> I have a fantastic team that does 90% of what happens in the kitchen, but you cannot keep me out of there because it's just such a fun place to be. In fact, Saturday, I was there with a couple of our girls uh, baking. We had very large orders that needed to drop this morning, so I was baking cheesecake Saturday, and and I I do actually love to make the cheesecake. Oh, good. For our listeners who haven't uh, been to any of the the three uh, locations there in northern Mississippi, Explain what makes that cheesecake different than what we might call the typical cheesecake. And I'm talking about the base recipe without necessarily all the different flavorings. Oh, sure. Well, first of all, I'd like to say that um, maybe we bake a little extra love or joy or something in it because the base recipe isn't really anything magical, but the texture is where ours is so very different. We've managed to keep it light and airy. Um, You know, a lot of times cheesecake gets a bad rap because it's very dense and it can feel heavy. Mm -hmm. And somehow we have managed to take rich flavoring and keep it light and fluffy. Now, I do know the secret, but I'm sure not going to share that today. (laughs) Oh, heck no. You don't want to keep those competitive uh, (laughs) secrets. Um, So you mentioned that you guys make as many as 111 different kinds. How many are available um, like on a typical day? Sure. We rotate um, with our actual cheesecakes. We have about 20 different flavors of um, slices of cheesecakes or whole cheesecakes available every day. And we also do cheesecake cupcake portion size, and we keep 20 to 30 different cheesecake cupcake flavors available every day as well. So you could walk in and have 40 different flavor options easily any day of the week. And are all of them made there in Hernando and then and then sent to Oxford and to, to South Haven or are um or do they all have their own kitchen? Yeah, we we bake everything in our Hernando hub. Hernando is kind of our ministry hub, and it's the place where we have our very large team of bakers. Uh, it's the place where I'm more 
um, I'm more rooted and more deeply invested. And so we keep all of the baking in the Hernando location. And then that allows us to have drivers who drive to our other locations. It's just an opportunity for us to employ more people with that model, kind of that spoken hub model of um Sure. It also is uh, important for quality control. So you know you Absolutely. Get product no matter where you get it. Okay, well, we're going to take a short break here on Heaping Spoonful, and we'll be back in just a bit with Kim Daly of City Hall Cheesecake, which has three locations in northern Mississippi. So hang on, folks. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Heaping Spoonful. We at Benny Keith Foods enjoy talking about the food scene almost as much as we enjoy providing the top quality ingredients that help restaurateurs and chefs across the Mid-South create their magic. Now let's dive even deeper into the culinary world with your host, Kelly Bass. All right, welcome back to Heaping Spoonful. Let's continue our conversation with Kim Daly. So I'll tell you, these stories of second chances are very, or third, or fourth, or as you said, 45th, are very compelling in a macro sense, but it's really important to understand how they play out on an individual basis, one changed life at a time. So Mm. let's start with the story of the woman who worked for you in Hernando and now manages what I believe is your newest location, which is in South Haven, which is a Memphis suburb. Tell us about her. So that is Anne. Ann, I, I actually knew Ann's mother for about five years and um, never laid eyes on Ann, to be honest with you. But Ann's mother became a deep friend of mine. And for years, I had been praying for Ann's da- I mean, for her mother's daughter, for Jerry Ann is her mother's name, right. for her daughter, because she um, was really struggling in life. Uh, She had a a terrible heroin addiction, and obviously that addiction was leading her to make some really poor life decisions, and uh, just it seemed like a really hopeless situation. And um, Anne finally got to the place where uh, she had entered rehab and uh, became clean and sober, gave her life to Christ, actually, in rehab, and so emerged out of rehab as a new woman, but as a new woman with a very checkered past who had burned a whole lot of bridges, and uh, she just needed an opportunity. And so I think Anne got out of rehab on a Sunday afternoon. She uh, sat down with me on a Tuesday, so, uh, you know, a couple of days later, sits down with me. I meet her for the first time face-to-face, interviewing for a job. I really didn't have a job to give her, to be honest with you, but I wanted to give her a job, so we kind of made a job for Anne, and um, Anne started to work on that Wednesday. And it was, I I remember uh, the first few weeks, she would just cry, and she would just shake. Like, she had not, she had been in rehab so long that things like, going to the bathroom by herself were new to her. And, um, you know, just the freedoms that were offered there were new to her, but she was a a nervous wreck, lots of tears. And I remember one day her just kind of sharing with me, hey, this is the first job I've ever had in my entire life sober. I've never had a job where I was sober. And so we just kind of worked through all of that and and, uh, worked on self-confidence and worked on encouraging her. Um, And Anne is an excellent employee. Uh, She is probably one of the best employees I have ever had. Her work ethic is stellar. Her attitude is stellar. Uh, The way that she loves people is stellar. The way that she encourages people will just blow your mind. 
And so she quickly became a key member of our Hernando team. And when we opened our silo location, I couldn't think of anybody I would rather have to lead that place and to get it running than Anne. And she got out there and she did and has done a spectacular job of like emerging as the leader. In fact, I, there were weeks where I didn't even have to go out there because I could trust that she would handle that business as if it were her own business. And as a business owner, that's incredible. But yeah, so she is thriving at this point, like a a totally new person who is now pumping life into other people and training other people. It's amazing. Well, you obviously, you had to trust her a lot to do that. And she's obviously earned the trust for sure. And then I know there's the story of a of, of a, a person who is a former missionary and now is running the City Hall Cheesecake in Oxford. So tell tell me tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that's Rachel, and Rachel was uh, a friend of mine from years ago, and and she left and went and served with her husband and her family on the mission field for several years, and uh, moved back to Hernando and. Uh, came to me one day just looking for a job, just some part-time work to kind of keep herself busy. And she worked for me in the Hernando location and was phenomenal. Everybody loved her. She's quite possibly just the most precious. She is sunshine wrapped in flesh. I mean, she's just an amazing person. <laughs> and uh, we loved her. And a few months into her being there, she said, Kim, I love what is happening here. I I kind of want to do this somewhere else. And that birthed our Oxford location. And so she took the leadership role in the Oxford location so that we could uh, produce another, um, like a cut and paste model of what we were doing in Hernando in the Oxford market, where we could give people second chances of employment and we could raise money for people in the community to fund adoptions and you know, we could serve through a business and do business differently. And so she's been uh, in Oxford just serving her guts out for a couple of years now. It's been amazing. Wow. I was going to ask what the time, so so was a couple of years for Oxford's been open. And then when did, when did South Haven open? Uh, silo, we brilliantly opened our silo location right in the middle of a pandemic. So in 2020, yes. <laughs> um, we opened our okay. silo location. Yeah, well, again, it's 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 look, it looks like it's working out for sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, you know, those are really. Do you have a sense of of how many people since you first took over City Cheesecake? I mean, City Hall Cheesecake and Hernando. About how many folks do you feel like you could look at? And I may not have as. I mean, of course, the the woman that's running the Oxford location was was a missionary, so she wasn't someone coming through through re, through rehab or or having to pull herself up, but. I mean, are we talking 10, 20, 30 people who you feel like have had a real opportunity to improve their lives through their own fortitude, but also the opportunity to work at at your locations? Oh, absolutely. Um, If you, oh gosh, 30, 40, 50 people. Uh, And some of those have worked for us for a month or two, and some of them are still with us. And we're there from the very first day that we opened. That's the beauty of the restaurant industry is that you, it does allow for kind of a transient population. You know, you can come in and serve for a while and let this be a stepping stone to move on to something else, or you can come and stay as long as you would like. And, um, I, I, probably 40, 40 from our Hernando location. You know, I haven't really tracked that data, but that feels like a, an accurate account. Sure, sure. 
Well, you know, I almost hate to ask this, but in these situations when you're trying to help somebody, uh, particularly if and when addiction is a factor, there's almost never a 100% success rate. Mm. Have you had a few folks that tried and just couldn't quite get there? Yes, absolutely, we have. Uh, it's, it's pretty heartbreaking. Uh, but even the ones who fail the first time, uh, it doesn't mean because they failed the first time that we won't welcome them with open arms to try the second time. And if they fail the second time, that doesn't mean we won't open uh, open our arms and try again the third time. We, we are committed to being a grace-filled place of employment a safe place for people to land. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't hold people accountable or that there aren't standards that have to be met, but it does mean that as long as you're trying, we'll try along with you. Yeah, well, that's fabulous. So you now have um, three successful popular establishments, again, pandemic notwithstanding, that are giving people a chance to turn around their lives and then to thrive. And uh, you've built the model and now you've replicated it twice. Have you thought about whether there might be a fourth one coming down the road, or if so, are you just going to wait what the, see what the circumstances are, or is that something you've considered? Well, um, honestly, we, we absolutely want to do it as many times as we can until it becomes uh, something that I can no longer handle. Uh, our goal is to look toward the end of 2022 and uh, open up another one and just keep on doing it. Sure. Yeah, well, again, it's not like you're just doing it to try to make money selling cheesecake. You're doing it to to help people turn their lives around. So it's got to be a much more enriching feeling than not that running successful restaurants isn't a great thing to do. But still, that, that is fabulous. Well, listen, Kim, I thank you so much for being my guest today on Heaping Spoonful. Keep doing all the great work you're doing. And, and that includes creating those amazing cheesecakes. And I want to thank everybody for listening today to Heaping Spoonful. We uh, post new episodes on the first and third Tuesday of each month. So keep an eye and an ear out for those and consider going back and listen to ones you've missed. So thanks, everybody, and have a great rest of your day. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Heaping Spoonful. On behalf of all of us at Benny Keith Foods, Mid-South Division, please know how much we love connecting you with the legends of the culinary scene and their unique stories. I look forward to the next time we can offer you another Heaping Spoonful.